Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Ify Insider. We've been joined this week by Sam Hunter. Sam has been working in the industry for over 10 years and he's been successful in both Australia and now in the UK with Home Search. Uh, Sam understands a unique perspective, uh, the similarities and differences and processes of a good real estate agent um, and better than most. Sam's a very dear friend of mine. Uh, we've caught up and found ourselves talking shop for, for endless hours. Um, and now he finds himself building building a platform for estate agents um, and continues, you know, he's on a personal mission to bettering the industry. So Sam, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. No problem at all. No problem at all. Uh, sorry about your big long-winded uh, bio. <laughs> Man, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, it wouldn't, it's not. It's not good to hear nice things about you every day, but when you hear them every now and again, it's not so bad. Especially from an Irishman, uh, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you keeping? How's the form? Uh, I would say I'm keeping about as well as it, as can be expected. Uh, it's been a pretty intense last few months uh, for us, but I think intense is is the only way that you can achieve anywhere near what you might be capable of. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're holding it together. Uh, I've worn like an ass groove into my timber dining room chair. I feel like I don't really leave anywhere between my living room, which is also my kitchen and now my home office and my bedroom. Uh, so, which is probably where a lot of people found themselves the last few months, I reckon with all the shit we're going through. Sofas. Yeah. Converted office spaces. Um, so tell the guys, what do you want to tell the guys a little bit about what you're doing? Um, and kind of go into what what you envision for home search over the next let's say year yeah so i uh, run a company called home search um up until the 24th of march we were well we were a property data intelligence prospecting platform for property professionals mainly estate agents uh and then when the covid situation took hold and some other sort of um entities within the industry here in the UK um, made a few decisions that were not too welcomed from the industry. We, we saw not only an opportunity, but a, a responsibility to build something new and innovative that could help not only an agent, but could also actually help a consumer using the data that we have access to buy, sell, rent, invest, research, any home that they would have had an interest in the country. Uh, so we've, we've been building that for the last now 12 weeks. Um, we've now got 9,700 and something agents who are going to list their stock with us for free. Um, and about 10% of those agents have taken us up on our paid feature, which is very cool as well. Uh, and we are moving towards a launch on the 1st of July. Amazing. Amazing. And, and so it's to my knowledge, it's going to be a platform for estate agents to list free on, which is, which is great. Yeah, that that's, uh, I think. That's probably whether that's the tip of the iceberg or the bottom of the iceberg. I haven't quite decided what analogy I like on that yet, but it's the, the listing stuff is just there to give them an alternative or another place to, to list their stock. I think having an open and a free market for where you can decide where you want to be represented online and where you want to amalgamate and aggregate your stock is a good thing. I think that doesn't exist really in this country. There's one mm. or two, now three sort of key players in which people feel like they have to list on and nowhere else. Whereas, if, and, and that's why so much of sort of an agent's 
marketing wallet or prospecting wallet is determined on these one, two or three businesses. Whereas now there are not just us, there's, another, like there's a small group of some other really good innovative companies doing similar stuff in the listing space uh, that are coming through to try and open up and, and make that a more free marketplace where, you know, innovation and service and results are actually at the heart rather than just, oh, you have to be on X or have to be on Y. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a place where they can list their stuff for free, but the real value in home search is, is in our data. Um, and that's what our sort of proposition to property professionals has always been. Now we're just trying to build something for the public that gives them more information than they've ever had in the past as well. Um, but gives them a route to connecting with and engaging with the best agents that are around them. Great. I mean, it's really, I mean, what the platform that you guys have in, in terms of valuation tool is, is, is something that um, I've had a couple of Aussies on this week and I keep saying it there. You, you guys are the pioneers of, of, of the, of the prop tech field. Um, I'm looking at tech now from over there. You've got our AI ad administrators that can, you know, latch on to estate agents and literally take a huge amount of workload off them. Um, in terms of where you see the industry moving over here on the across the pond, as we like to call it, um, where where do you see it needs to go to, Sam? Um, good question. I. I'm not a fan of, so it's interesting that you sort of spoke on AI sort of taking over some of the administrative tasks. That I think is an absolute no brainer. Um, really good estate agents are doing what you and I are doing now. And, you know, you communicate, you connect and you, you facilitate, you know, you should be a conduit of information in your marketplace. You can't really automate that, but you can automate the menial stuff, you know, the stuff that gives you an opportunity opportunity to then go and have that very high level deep conversation with somebody and actually understand them on a more human circumstantial level where you can actually decide and, and understand if you can actually provide them a service or not rather than just picking up the phone and asking if they want a free valuation or are you still looking to buy a house or something like that mm. so um, where does the industry need to go I think we probably need to look backwards um, there was a point and I think this is in every marketplace where estate agents were held in a higher regard or real estate agents were held in a higher regard than they are now. Um, and there is a danger that, that because people see, and, and you know, this, you look on the outside before you've been involved in the industry and you see people driving nice cars and wearing nice suits. And sometimes it says sold in two days. And your first thought is like, well, fuck that must be easy. Sorry if I'm not allowed to swear on this. Um, uh, we can bleep that out afterwards. Don't worry. And then when you finally get in, yeah, when you finally get into that role, you, you realize like the nuance um, involved and, and just what it actually takes and having an understanding of like human behavior and psychology and stress management and all that sort of stuff. And, and no one really talks about that in this space, but they used to understand it, you mm. know. I think there are more agents now that have never bought or sold a property in their life. So there's a lack of empathy. So I think maybe people expected me to say like, they should all invest in technology and do that. And I agree that you should invest in mm. the right tech stuff. That's actually going to enable you to go and have those human interactions and human conversations and build that human connection. Cause that's what really builds you like a world-class sustainable business. Um, so I would look at, I would look at agents of the past and see what they did really well and try and find out, when that stopped 
where the gap started widening between what an agent expected, what a consumer expected. And that's why I think the reputation is where it is now and come back to that, you know, mm. community centric, local centric yeah. service orientated, but results will come from that without a shadow of a doubt. Mm, it's really interesting, isn't it? It's the guys and I can see it constantly. And I was having a conversation with Lisa Novak who just does people. If you can bring the, the, the person back to the front, the forefront of the conversation and the relationship, I believe agency can just astronomically make huge strides, um, and 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 the agent also then having the tech that that we're, that we're talking about today that suits and fits for purpose. In terms of yeah, tech should enable, you know, not replace. Yeah, yeah, and there's a massive miscon misconception uh, I hear at the odd time with with what we're doing over here. Um, and you know, are you taking agents out of the job is one I get. And it's like, no, we're not taking agents out of a job. And that is not what we're trying to do. We're trying to enable them with cleaner information and, you know, allow them to have better conversations in turn. Um, where, you know, where, where do you guys, um, you've obviously, you know, you've built your team out, you've got, you've got people at the forefront of it. You've got faces. There's no one hiding behind the brand. I must say it's commendable to see, um in this day and age that Thank you. uh because a lot of a lot of guys are hiding behind the bigger brands and i i believe how do we push the agent to the forefront of the let's say uh, to allow them to expose themselves more because i think that's a really interesting space it is um i think that that's probably got to start with the the people and leadership positions of the companies where it doesn't really happen um and there's you've got to get your hiring you know more right than you get wrong i don't think anyone's hiring's ever perfect uh certainly not in my experience no. anyway but if you hire the right people then they come with an element of trust and when you trust somebody you just let them work you know and you stay out like i uh am not very good at being managed which makes me not a very good manager um but i would say that i'm getting better at uh and I'm still not quite comfortable saying this because it's, it's all new to me, but I'm, I'm getting better at leadership all the time. But for me, leadership is understanding what matters to someone in your business and then delivering that for them. And in turn, they'll understand what matters to you and they'll deliver it for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then no, any, any management other than that, just any management other than that just gets in the way, you know, and you actually, um, I, I do believe that you need to give people deadlines and everyone needs a target or a goal to work towards, but the, the business's target or goal should be linked to whatever intrinsically their goals are and who they want to grow as a person, who they should be as a person. And we do a lot of personal development, even though we're a prop tech company because, you know, people mm. may not want to lives. Um, so I think, yeah, it probably starts with trust. Uh, if you can trust the people, you can hire the right people, then then they can start being themselves and they can start being Kenneth Kelly, you know, uh, and rather than just being, hey, it's, you know, Ken from uh, Ippy or whatever it's going to be. Mm. Um, and I think that's probably where it's lacking. You know, I hope, I hope that the last three months where everyone has been forced to work from home and they've still got on with it has actually been a bridge of trust between people. And there are a lot of leaders out there who potentially thought they needed to chain people to their desks that now will see that 
freedom of work might actually result in better work. Um, certainly it has for us, like our, we, we signed terms in our first ever office and it's a nice office, like full on tech hipster, exposed steel beams, brick walls, big TVs, you know, we've, we're all quite proud of it. We took the keys in the second week of April and we've never been in there, you know? Mm. Um, but we'll go, we'll go back there eventually and we will have, uh, but we'll have more of a flexible working environment where people can come in one or two days a week if they want to, because we want to maintain a culture where people can high five and fist bump and, you know, give each other a hug when we have a good day or give each other a hug when you have a bad day. But we also want to encourage, you know, people don't need to be sat at a desk in an area to be part of our, our business, to be part of our family, to be doing their jobs, to be, you know, front of house being the face of brands and things like that. Yeah. It's a really interesting, it's a really interesting point um, about how do we bring back the, you know, the people to be the forefront of the business. And we're looking at it today. I, I don't think we're going to see a lot of, uh, you know, handholding of state agents anymore, or even in, you know, multiple different sectors, you know, you're not going to be allowed, you know, overlook someone constantly and make sure that they're doing with the task you're asking them to do. It's, I, I feel the accountability has come back into it. Um, is it, is it, is it going a bit? Uh, is the service going a bit on your side? Yeah. You can hear. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, accountability and having, you know, meetings, uh, weekly meetings with teams, you know, can we've looked at it this week ourselves and we're making some, some strides with a, with a new, with a new platform or an advanced platform as we'd like to call it. Um, but it's, again, it's, there's, we're not going back into our office anytime soon. I don't think, I don't think many people will be. And if it is, it's going to be a baton style, you know, one in one out or, or, or a limited number in and out. Um, in terms of, you know, what I had a really interesting conversation with a guy over in the UK saying that, you know, there's multiple different portals coming to come into play at the moment. And where do you guys see it? Cause uh, you know, I, I am an advocate of, of what you guys are doing. You're, you're shaping it around, you know, people you're talking about mental health. You're talking about, you know, you're constantly putting your own staff out at the front line, which is great because in other industries, they've just furloughed them and they just put them on the, put them on the side. And so you can wait over there for a while. Um, where do you see it going, Sam, for, for, for portals? Um, I was asked this, so I did a, a webinar the other day with uh, five of the other sort of challenger portals and we were, we were all posed a question, which we all had the same answer to, interestingly. And the question was like, where are the current portals failed? Uh, and, and we all said they haven't, um, mm. you know. And, and I, I think that the, the person who asked it was like, oh, like, why are you guys doing what you're doing? And it's, it, none of us are trying to build a replica of what already exists. You know, what we're trying to do, technology has moved on a long way from when portals and classified ads and things like that existed. We're trying to just, with each of our own individual ideas, and we, are, we all do have very different ideas centered around being able to deliver a consumer something they might want to buy or rent, showing them what's for sale or for rent, giving them an opportunity to research their market in our case as well. Um, that is faster, neater, cleaner, a better experience for a user than what's out there with the portals. I think where they're going is that they'll just evolve. Even the big ones will evolve because they'll have to. I think that 
there'll be two or three of us challenges that do really well. Um, and I'm including us in that. It'd be a bit weird if I wasn't backing our own horse. Um, <laughs> I'm backing you, Sam. I, I'm backing you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then I also think that one, maybe two of the, the big incumbents will be forced to innovate. Um, but it's different for them, you know, and I think this is where you can empathize. If you're like, we, I run a business now that's got 68 people, you know, some of our contemporaries have thousands of people. It's difficult to turn a big cruise ship in a small canal, you know, whereas at the moment we're still able to operate like a speedboat. So we can be nimble. We can change directions. We can make decisions and iterate products in three months. It's difficult to do that when you're a PLC or you're a company that's just been bought for two billion pounds, or you're you know content with third spot and delivering something similar, but just with a sort of agent first mentality as one of the other portals is. So where's it going to go? I think that a consumer will have more choice of where they want to do their home shopping or their home searching. Wink. Um, but I think. <laughs> Yeah, Love I think, it. <laughs> I, 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 he's yeah, already making I don't it think, humorous. Yeah, I, I don't like think that. At a bar with a girl, sorry, yeah, go for it, go for it. <laughs> yeah, where they'll go is is the search will evolve. It'll become more consumer centric. Yeah, it'll be easier for people. They won't have to sort of dip in and dip out. It'll be more personalized service um, for all parties. Agents will get more qualified leads. It'll be more about the relationship. Um, it won't be so much like click a button, send a lead. They'll, they'll be more delivered on all sides. Interesting. So there's, there's more to the leads that are coming in and, and not being, you know, looked after. Uh, well, that's very interesting. Um, in terms of yeah, difficulty, well, Sam, I'm just going to jump on because we've got what? We've got 12 minutes. In 12 terms minutes. of difficulties you. that you've, uh, that you've, encountered i'm sure there's a few you touched on one leadership what other major difficulties or challenges have you have you come across over the last you know eight months um i would say that the, the biggest challenge facing any new business particularly in the property industry is just the now apathy towards new ideas so there are a lot of agents who've been around a long time and they've seen a lot of good ideas probably come and go because they never got off the ground. They've certainly seen a lot of bad ideas come and go. It's a bit like how the good agents still suffer from the bad agents reputation. There is, mm. there is good tech out there or there are good, there's good real estate coaches out there that suffer from the crap real estate coaches that hound people. You know, there's good recruiters out there that suffer from the bad recruiters that just don't let go. It's the same in our space. Um, people will discount you from even listening or seeing anything that you do before you have given the chance because they just assume that you're full of shit. We had, I had a guy, uh, when we first announced what we were doing with our network package, uh, he was, it was me, Giles and Mark, our head of, uh, commercial. We're on a call with him. Um, and this guy's heads up a sort of 380 branch network. And he said, you guys have to realize never spoken to us before, never seen anything about the product. He said, you have to realize that I get calls from snake oil salesmen like you every single day. Mm. Um, and so he's like, you better get off on the right foot. And I, I'm pretty comfortable with who I am these days. And I also have learnt and now firmly believe that you are what you let into your life. And so I just sort of said to him, I was like, with the utmost respect, I'm not willing to accept comments like that 
before mm. you've ever seen anything or we've been able to actually open our mouths and introduce our business and ourselves to you on a personal level, let alone show you a product. I said, if at the end of however long we spend together, you still think that, then that's a fair opinion. But to start there is unfair on you and on us. Does that sound right? And he's sort yeah. of Giles and Mark are sort of looking at me like, can help Sam. And he's just like, yeah, that's a fair enough comment. Sorry. He's like, I just see a lot of crap, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that, that's probably the biggest challenge is everyone's seen a lot of crap and you've yeah. got to cut through that. And yeah, had I not been sort of working on myself and really understood my value and, and what I believe in is right and know where I'm coming from, I would have probably like, oh, fine, you know, I'll pitch to you instead of actually just mm-hmm. calmly assessing the situation and letting him know that there is an appropriate way to begin a business meeting. There's not. And actually because of a bad experience, it doesn't mean you're going to have one now. So apathy is, is definitely the biggest challenge. The other challenge that we've had, which is a good one to have is that we just can't grow our team fast enough. You know, mm-hmm. um, we didn't expect to be anywhere near where we are today in terms of the number of agents who want to list with us for free versus, and, and the number of agents who are converting into our paid stuff. Um, it's a really good problem to have, but at the same time, to service all those people, we've had, we went out and recruited 20 people. You know, um, not, not all of those have worked out for a variety of reasons, but we're not just mm. going to go back and dip into the market to find bums on seats. We might like talking about values again. We know who we are as a business. People have, we have to hold the business up to those people and those people have to hold themselves up to that so that they can be that face that you were talking about before. So people understand when they deal with Sam from Home Search, or they deal from Dan from Home Search, who's been with us nearly as long as I have, or they're talking to Riggs or Alex, one of our new girls, or Siobhan, that they're going to have the same experience and that they're going to get the same care and attention from any of us. Um, so I think getting your people right is hugely important as well and, and challenging, and you can't rush it, even if you feel like you have to. Um, and it's the same, you're probably going through this as well. Like there's there's a, not a great deal of really like talented tech out there like um like talented actual technical people and we want to make sure that we have the best people that work with us as well because we try and build some pretty cool stuff very quickly um Mm. and so you need people who are who are not only talented but of the mindset that they've got to get stuck in and do some work as well you know we don't make people work 80 hour weeks and rarely we've been working weekends for the last three months because we set ourselves a pretty insurmountable challenge but that's that's definitely not the norm in our business Part and parcel. Yeah. Saturday's property. We were only having a conversation there with an agent, and it's like this game is it's dirty. This you know you're moving you're moving out if because he's a state agent in in Dublin, and he does a lot with the first time buyer market. So like he would be you know on the ground helping people move. It's dirty. It's Saturdays. It's Sundays. It's viewings. You know and. I was talking to him about different trial mechanisms that he can use to, let's say, bring more people on board because he's trying to scale in the business. And it just, you kind of touched off it there when you guys are growing. Um, and I think every company has this, especially in this day and age, it's going to be a lot of people unemployed and looking for jobs. And I think it will be important to get, you know, the hiring process right. Um, what do we got? We got, we got a couple of minutes. You've got to be cognizant of Mr. Hunter's time. He's, he's, he's under the gosh. Um, any other tool or tips you want to you want to jump on and, and tell tell the people listening? Um, any sort of tips? Uh, I've i my business philosophy, which is a weird one, is just talk to twenty people every day. You know, um, it's you taught, you taught me really that. well. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I feel like I'm a broken record and perhaps it's oversimplifying things. But if you can connect and talk to people and 20 of them every day, it means that you're genuinely learning more about somebody that is in your life a hundred times every week, you know, 5,200 times a year, although you'll talk to the same people over and over again. And you will form the relationships that will take care of, of you and your life and you can take care of them and their lives in no matter what you do, you know, and, and people who may be listening to this, who are starting out in something like a state agency might be like, I don't have 20 clients to call every day. You don't have to call your clients, call your mum. You know, if you call your mum and you've got no one else to talk to and you talk to your mum every day, five times a week, two things are going to happen. Your mum and your relationship is going to get better, which is not a bad thing. Right. It's the same thing with us. Like, front in Australia every single day if I, I tick that then I'm like professionally and personally fulfilled and that's pretty much like the battle in life I think yeah great great tip you remember you telling me that now looking four years ago when we first met and we you said yeah talk to 25 people yeah. or 20 people a day and the rest of your life look, look after itself and that was when I was a a, a neg running around it the place it does man life takes care of itself yeah Okay, one last one last question. Where are we going to go? Insights, insights into the into the home search platform. Um, you've told us we're going to. It's bringing back towards relationship. It's bringing back towards putting people first, and they're not a, being leads. You know, left. Um, interesting, really interesting. Um, okay, Sam, I think we're going to cut it there because we've we've been going for we've been going for uh, what. 25 26 minutes and i'm quite wiped so guys uh, and <laughs> thanks thank you very much mr hunter for for joining us um we will have another episode out next week um and i would just like to leave sam's details below if anyone wants to reach out to him see what they're they're up to um sam thank you very much for taking it's, the time it's today a privilege thank you for having me